Yo, yo, welcome everybody. Welcome to another episode of the D-Will Show. I'm your host, D-Will. Uh, today I got my big homie, Chicago native, uh, host, comedian, basketball historian, whatever you call it, this guy is, man. He's a legend in Chicago. Um, I told him I think he's probably the best host to ever touch a mic doing Chicago basketball. Um, so I'm just gonna wait for Face to get in here, see if my video will upload. Like I said, got my guy DeAndre Face Barnes joining me today, Chicago legend. Um, like I said, whatever you, whatever you call a goat, a legend, that's what he is. Um, be sure after the video ends, be sure guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, like, comment, share, subscribe, tell your people. You know, everybody, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want, I want to give a shout out to the sponsor, Twenty Seven Horizon. For all the graphics, if you guys need any graphics, music, photography, you know, anything of that nature, please hit up my family at 27 Horizon. Whatever you need, they will take care of you. Let them know I sent you, and they'll take good care of you. Let me see if I can get my guy facing here with me. Big homie. Yo. What's up, man? How you feeling? I finally made it. Mama I made it. <laughs> How you feeling, Brody? Uh I'm good. Good. I'm How good. the fam? Everybody good? The fam too? Everybody good. I'm waiting on uh MRI for my daughter. Uh she heard her knee in a um in a uh, senior night game. She's a junior, but uh senior night game gets O Park. We're trying to make sure there ain't no structural tear in a uh, men uh meniscus, MCL, ACL. Man, well, I'm saying prayers to her, man. I hope everything come back good, man. For yeah, real. I hope so, too. Man, like I said, again, for y'all who don't know, this right here is what I call a legend in Chicago. Like I said, he's, you know what I mean, the GOAT of hosting, you know what I mean, comedian. You know, this guy been knowing me since I was, you know what I mean, a little bit younger. You know, her, him and my sister, dad used to hoop together all the time. So, you know, real cool dude, real funny dude. If you never got to meet him, uh, meet him you know, for, you know, Man, bro, I just want to thank you, man. Taking time out, it's only right that I had to get you on here, man. Oh, appreciate it, appreciate it, man. You know, you know, anytime you call, if I ain't busy, I'm always that man. I'm like, I'm like your uncle, as you can, as you can say it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm that, I'm that uncle that's, you know, all right, listen. Uh huh. That that type of uncle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, like I said, man, I appreciate you again. You know, what I mean, welcome to my show. You know what I mean? We're going to jump right into it. You know, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but I know, hey, you're you an open book. You're going to let it you gonna let it be known. Okay. Okay. For you, bro, when you were coming up, you know, as a, as a kid, how was your upbringing for you? You know what I mean? How did you get involved in hooping and playing sports, stuff like that? Like, how was your upbringing for you? Uh, for, for people that don't know, I was born on the south side at Michael Reese Hospital for the first uh, – Two and a half years of my life, I was raised out south, 7528 South Sangley. My mom moved west. 
Marconi was the first school I ever went to. Then that led me to go to Spencer. I mean, sports was just something that <laughs> I decided that I really wanted to do. Like, everybody wants to play basketball or baseball or football, you know, and by Michael Jordan being my favorite player, that's who I wanted to always be like. So mm -hmm. once I started playing basketball, it led me into other sports, and everything just went from there. For you, was it any particular person that kind of put the ball in your hand over that, like, what the neighborhood kids was doing and you just was with them and you was like, you know what, I'm going to do it too. How was that? Like, how did you know that hooping is what you wanted to do? Back in the day, you had to have cable to get every Bulls game. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was like maybe four or five, you know, you get the little toy basketballs and I saw a Bulls game on Channel 9. I saw this ball here dude win number 23 acting up. I'm going to be like that dude. Yeah. And it went from there. Okay. Now, I know, you you know, being from Chicago, everybody going to tell you, Mike, 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 that's who kind of got me, you know what I mean, in love with the game. But for you, was there anybody else that you was watching? You was like, you know what? If it ain't MJ, I'm watching him. If it ain't him, I'm watching him. I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't going to lie to you. Come on, talk to me. <clears throat> Besides Michael Jordan, I had three favorite basketball players. Okay. And I guarantee you, if I gave you a million dollars, you wouldn't name them. They from Chicago? No. You wouldn't Let name them. Played in the NBA, but you wouldn't name them. Okay, now they, they they big names? Are they real big names? Are they known? You know what I mean? One of them, one of them a Hall of Famer. The other two is, is one was a, a real two guard, a hard to guard two guard, and one was a real point guard that was hard to guard. And I just really, like, watched them a whole lot. Okay, let me think, let me think, let me think. They play for Chicago? Nope. Oh, yeah, I ain't gonna you ain't going to guess, man. I ain't going to get it, bro. Talk My, to me. One person I really watched was Kevin Garnett, mm -hmm. Baron Davis, mm -hmm. and Bonzi Wells. Yeah, I want to never get them, bro. <laughs> when, like, a lot of people like, man, are you serious? Like, the Portland Trailblazers number six, Bonzi Wells, was a hard-to-guard, two-guard. He mm -hmm. was difficult. And Barry Davis, we all know what BD did. It's, I'm talking about the BD in Charlotte. You know, I watched mm -hmm. him. And then KG is KG. Like, like, that dude, like, he mentally ain't there, but he mentally there. So, you know, I watched him a whole lot besides Jordan. Yeah, Okay. Now, for you, you know, coming up, hooping, you know what I mean, going through, you know, childhood, for you, you know, who was, come, like, kind of your favorite matchups in, you know, playing Chicago ball? Chicago got so many hoopers, man. You Every night you playing against somebody, you know what I mean? But for you, I, do you have a memorable one? A memorable one? I, I, I had – I had, I got so many memories because before I hung it up, I really played it. I mean, like, me and your stepdad, like – we really played together mm -hmm. and, and, and did some dirt but on the court in between the lines. But it was like it's so many. You just can't off the off mm -hmm. the top of your head just really think like, man, it's it's is this is this game or that game. Yeah. Okay. So for you, you know what I mean, kind of growing up in Chicago, you know, we all make mistakes in life. Was there kind of anything that you kind of went through that kind of, you know what I mean, made you get back on the right path that kind of opened your eyes about life a little bit? Um, really, like, 
when you see when you see friends die, like not seeing them die, but hear about them dying and getting to the crime scene and they no longer there, you know, stuff like that makes you think like, man, I, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be a statistic. So I want to actually do something with my life. Mm -hmm. And I always had a sense of humor. So it was, it was time to use it. Like when the ball stopped bouncing for me, it was time to use my sense of humor because I knew I can always fall back on it. Yeah. So it was more like put put my put my talents to use. It it really wasn't about really nothing more than that. I like I I've had friends go to jail, some not live to see the day, and I just felt like man, I got to change the narrative for me by doing it my way. Okay, now for you, now was was being like a host and 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 being a, a comedian was that something that you always had a passion for? Or was that kind of like something that you kind of just like, all right, man, I got to figure something else out? Being a comedian, I was always the class clown. My mom used to beat my ass, man. Like every, it was <laughs> to the point the teacher used to turn up back and my mom used to just give me 16 straight, <laughs> no cover. Like, I'm drunk, hey, take them. She used to whoop my ass. I'm in there, knots on my head. Get out with a belt. There ain't nobody there to save me. I, I, I was always the class clown, and I always had the sense of humor to make people laugh. But when it came to hosting, it was a different ball game. Yeah. Comedy thing was always in me. When you got a sense of humor and you know how to make people laugh, you could turn that into a real joke. Mm -hmm. But the hosting thing, it was a friend of mine's name, uh, Lil Drake. You know Lil Drake. Mm -hmm. His father uh, was telling me one day I hosted at uh, Moore Park, when the Moore Park tournament was going on, he was like, man, your voice carries. You got the voice for it. This going to be your following when you stop playing basketball. And I did it while I was hooping. And then once I completely stopped, me taking on that hosting thing and <laughs> immunating com comedy in it, it, it was like it was a breeze. But I had to learn the ropes, though. Now, what made you, you know what I mean, really put down hooping because I know when you love something so much man it's like it's hard to give it up but for you to have a plan after that you know what I mean what was the reason behind that the reason why I gave playing basketball up to to host and young Wayne is on here man he's one of the hosts from Chicago who's doing his thing on the west coast shout out to him I just seen him click in I gave up basketball because I wasn't getting paid for it mm -hmm. I wasn't taking it serious no more and my years was passing me by. And by the time I knew it, I was knocking on 30. And if mm -hmm. you've done nothing in, in the basketball world by 30 or not getting paid for it or nothing like that, it's time to look at a different avenue. Mm -hmm. I just took the hosting thing serious from there because I started getting lame injuries like sprained ankles and knee problems and shoulders hurt like for no reason to the point where I was like, you know, it's time to let it go for I'll be handicapped by the time I'm 40. Yeah. Okay. Now for you, man, I want to tell you, man, like shout out to you. Every event, you know, I mean I went to, you know, you the host. I was at the Shy League, you was there, you had the uh United Pro Am you was doing it. You know what I mean? You got so many events going on. I just want to say shout out to you because you know out here from the suburbs I go out there, I'm like, oh that's that's face I know him. They be looking at me like 
I'm like, no, nah, I know him for real. And then when you start telling your jokes and making us laugh, and you like, man, you funny. I'm like, bro, that's how he been since the day I, I met him. You know what I mean? So shout out to you on that. And like for you, when it come to gigs like that, how do you, how do you tell these people, okay, this is what I need, this is what I want in order for you to have me? Do you set your rules in place? Like, if you want me, you got to pay me this up front. I need this. I need that. Like, how do you make yourself available and comfortable when you're doing the host position like that, especially Charlie that's, like, known worldwide? You know what I mean? What What I do is one thing I, I will never do, I'm never going to call you and ask you, can I host your event? Mm -hmm. That's, like, to me, that's, like, begging for it. Mm -hmm. I always let people call me. If you want me to host your event, you reach out to me. Mm -hmm. Out to me, we gonna talk business because I done done stuff for the love. But if you got a brand behind you, I'm not working for free. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's if it's called for me to get something big in the long run, I don't mind doing it. But one thing, when it when it comes to it, only thing I require is a cordless mic and and range that I can use the microphone and watch me work. Everything, mm -hmm. I, I got it. Like, you don't have to do nothing. We can talk the business. Once the business is done, just give me the give me a cordless mic. Let me work. Watch me work. And then I'll return your mic at the end of the game. And, and you're going to have a good time. And I guarantee you when I'm done, you're going to call me back. Mm. Thanks. Anybody on here, y'all need a host, man. Y'all know who to talk to. Um, man, this question right here, bro, is probably my favorite one, uh, especially people from Chicago. I ain't going to let you do NBA players before I was doing NBA players, but I'm going to make it a little interesting. Kind of like what's been going on lately. You know, I've been tuning into your lives every day. You know what I mean? Shout out to you on that. I've been cracking up laughing on that too, man. You got a good thing going. Thanks. For you, let's say the Baldur's Light people come back to Chicago and they be like, yo, face, give us five people. Create your own fire. Who is your fire that you taking? Like, all right, this is my fire I'm taking with, and y'all got to play my fire right now. If they, oh, my God. <laughs> you see, which, this, I was just saying this on my live earlier. You got to be in shape. And this mm -hmm. is the difference between being workout gym in shape and basketball shape. Like, basketball shape, football shape, baseball shape, soccer shape, all that is totally different. You have to... If you're going to play basketball, your lungs got to be clear for that air. Mm -hmm. Your got to be in a certain physique shape for you to even take them bumps and bruises. You know what I'm saying? You just got to be in shape. And some of the people that I call that I know going to go out there and play, shit, half of them a little older now. So, you know, mm -hmm. but none of I wouldn't have. I would have called Fabian that played in the Ballers Life stuff. I would have yep. definitely called him. Fabian got the heart of a, a lion, a tiger, and a bear all together. Mm -hmm. Mixed with a little cheetah. You know what I'm saying? He going all in, so I definitely would have called him. But a lot of them that played, I wouldn't have called. But in order to represent something, you got to be all in. And mm -hmm. I don't think all those guys was all in. So I really can't say who I could call because you still got to have a chemistry. Well, people don't know them guys for ball is life been playing with each other maybe for the last five or six months so they know who can do what, when they can do it, and how they can do it. Yeah. They never went outside their game. But when you mix five different people that don't know too much about each other's game and you try to get them to play against each other, you out there like a chicken with a head cut off. 
Mm-hmm. Just running around trying to figure it out. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, but if I had to call, like I said earlier. But it ain't got to be particularly like now. You know what I mean? Let's say we could do like Prime. You know what I mean? Like who would who would be your team if this was to happen? You know what I mean? Oh, Prime, street ball, basketball, Chris Singletary is the first person I'm calling. Oh, yeah. I don't, give, who, I don't care who available. I'm calling Singletary. Sing, you ready? Yeah, all right. Who I'm playing with? Oh, shit, you playing with Ewell. You played with him in high school. Y'all play with pro. Y'all know how to play with each other. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Oh, who else we got on the roster? Oh, shit, I'm calling Tone now. See if Tone Tone ready. You know, now I got to give me a point guard that's really going to run the thing. So I might end up calling Steph. I might call Royce. I might call mm. Randall. I might, I might, call. we playing street ball, so it really ain't no rules. But I know somebody that's going to defend and get people open. I'm calling Amari Soy. I'm calling Amari Soy. Amari Soy will tell you right now, man, listen, if I pass you the ball, that means when you catch it, you shoot it or do something basketball related to be better. If you don't do it, I'm not giving you the ball back. So you mm -hmm. got to put some people around him. So I'm calling Sawyer. And if, if I have to call a big, I'm calling Big Dre. Mm -hmm. But if I don't have to call a big, I'm calling my little brother TJ. Yeah, that's if y'all know them dudes, he just named. He wouldn't even be all his life would have been. They they wouldn't have had no video to put up. Or or I'm calling or I'm calling TV. I'm calling I'm calling some some wild animals. Be like I'm mm. calling people that be foaming at the mouth. Like when it when it come down to it. Man, okay, crazy crazy team. For you, you know what I mean. This is an issue that you know you got New York. You got LA, you got Texas, all these cities that can seem to come together at times for stuff like this. Why do you think, you know what I mean, not just saying in Chicago, but everywhere, but why do you think Chicago, we have a big problem of like sticking together? You know what I mean? Because we got a lot of talent that come from out of here. You know what I mean? And I just felt like, like I said, not saying just Chicago in general, but I'm saying like worldwide, why do you think there's so much hate that comes from your particular city at times? It's only one reason why Chicago don't stick together. They don't want four people with the number one swap, uh, number one spot. Everybody want to just be number one. Mm. Everybody want to be the person you have to call or the person that's in charge. You never get a bunch of people in Chicago that's saying, all right, listen, we're going to do this together. I got this. You got that. You got this. You got that. We're going to put all that together and make one Chicago. It's like too many people want to be the top guy. Don't matter if it's hosting. Don't matter if it's DJing. Acting, comedy, playing back, playing sports, anything. Everybody want to be number one and don't want to do it together. If Chicago stood together as one, no other city would compete with us in anything. In anything, if we stood together. But a lot of people don't want to stand together, and that's the reason why things don't go right in Chicago, and then you get the hatred word, and you get a lot of other, other stuff that's going on, but if if we stick together, we powerful, man. And there's nothing nobody can do about it. Facts. Okay. For you, what has, you know, hooping all your life, being a host, being a comedian, what has avenues like that kind of taught you that kind of carry into everyday life? Oh, 
the number one thing is when you think nobody's looking, somebody's always watching. Mm. That's what people don't don't realize. And it took me to get older to see it. Like when you think nobody looking at you, somebody's looking at you. They might not say nothing, but they see. And I take that with me wherever I go, because what you do over here might help you get something over here. But what you fuck up over here makes you not get over here because they look like, man, he did that over there. He, I don't want him to come over here and do that over here. Mm -hmm. so you never know what it is and, and stuff like that, like being a people person and learning how to speak. Like, it's a difference between talking to you and talking to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, I can be like, no, nah, man, no, nah, son, no, nah, Joe, no, nah, man, fuck all that. But... Like, when you're talking to other people, you just got to be proper. Like, because at the end of the day, everybody ain't your peers. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the way you talk, the way you act, the way you walk, the way you carry yourself. And then the look that you give uh, people. Because first impression and first appearance is everything. So when mm. you get to the stage of working with people and of, of a certain magnitude, you start to think and do stuff different. Mm. So let's say it's a young kid, you know what I mean? They kind of got the same story as you growing up in Chicago. And they'd be like, yo, Face, I need some advice on trying to get to that next level, you know what I mean, in comedian or being a host or, you know what I mean, just trying to make it out. What would be your little advice that you would give him to let him know, like, this will work for me, try that out. You know what I mean? What was something that kind of was like a slap in the face to you that you learned and you was like, do this? I tell him, I say, listen, man, you believe in you? And if he say, yeah, I'll be like, that's all you need. Because mm. at the end of the day, you got God watching. Your, and your story already is in stone, so believe in yourself. Put your mm. best foot forward. Work your ass off. Never look for a hand that work for it. Then once you get to wherever you got to go, don't lose that, that energy and that drive you had. Be the same broke person you is when you rich that you was when you broke. Like, keep striving to be better. Yeah. Once you get to a certain level, now you can look back on what you did and then help the next person. But as long as you believe in you, then don't worry about nobody else because at the end of the day, you are who going to carry you the most. Thanks. Crazy. For you, if you could have five dinner guests, dead or alive, it could be family members, presidents, anybody. Oh, did we? You good? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Okay, it kind of went out. For you, if you could have five dinner guests, dead or alive, family members that may have passed away, president, rapper, hooper, who would be your five people at your table that you would just sit there and chop it up with about life, business, whatever? I have Tupac definitely at the table. Uh, Fred Hampton. For people who don't know who Fred Hampton is, he's the chairman of the Black Panther Party. Mm -hmm. I know, but you can learn from them guys. I will learn, I will have Michael Jordan at the table. Uh, I definitely have Barack Obama at the table. Is 
I don't know what happened, bro. Let me add you back real quick. There you go. IG tripping. Yeah, it definitely cut me off in the middle. <laughs> okay, so you got Fred Hampton, Michael Jordan, Barack Obama, Tupac. And I asked God to sit at the table. I had Jesus mm. sitting at the table with God standing behind me. Mm. You know they come as one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had them all at the table, and I learned, I learned from them, like, you know, when you get people at the table that really been through some stuff, you 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 listen when they talk. You don't mm -hmm. say you just sit right there and just keep doing your head like this and and just shaking like, okay. You might have a notepad and might write something down. Stuff to take with you in the future. Yeah, like my mom said, wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. Wisdom. Man. Um now I know we the the, the post on Facebook you comment on with Tristan Thompson coming to Chicago. How how do you feel about the NBA? How's it going so far? Are you surprised by the Lakers? Are you surprised by Brooklyn? Any surprises to you during this NBA season we got going on right now? The surprise to me is Memphis Grizzlies. I knew they was good. Oh, they was going to be good but they cuz they young and they talented and they just some eager eager uh youngsters. They probably the youngest team in the league. Um, I think that was that was my surprise. Like I didn't think they would have been in the top three, four team in the West after just making the play in game. But you know, the NBA has ups and downs all around the board. Yeah. Um as far as Tristan Thompson, I said on my live, I said I think the Bulls should have traded a draft pick for Montrez Harold, mm. or the Bulls needed somebody who can defend a big but still go out there and get you a basket. Yeah. Then they have to be mobile enough, have energy, can rebound. And all I was thinking was Montrez Harrell. And then I didn't know that – I didn't know Tristan Thompson was in a situation he was in. But that's even better. Montrez is a little younger, but Tristan is – like, Tristan is more sane. Montrez Harrell can pop off at any time. Yeah. So I think, I think Tristan – is the that's a good look for the Bulls because when Vooch go down, you might be missing every time Vooch go down four to six points a quarter. But when Tristan Thompson is there, he's more mobile enough and give you more energy to where he can get you three to four more rebounds. Mm -hmm. Offensive rebounds. He can step out and, and guard, get you a putback, but he's going to set one hell of a screen to get whoever is open. Yeah. And when you're looking at how the Bulls play, DeRozan really feeds off those screens. Zach Levine really feeds off those screens. And yeah. Vooch is more agile and moving his feet like Tristan Thompson is. Mm -hmm. So when you go down, which you might take away offense, but you bring defense. So it's either or. That was a good pickup for the Bulls, and they didn't lose anybody to do it. Yeah, because you got you a veteran. You got you a, a winner. You know what I mean? I think he could be a big help. 
if he can leave all that off the court BS behind. You know what I mean? If he can leave all that behind and he ain't in trouble and bring all this extra light, he definitely could be a big help. You know what I mean? He can help when the Bulls play that small ball. You know what I mean? Because everybody playing small ball. You really don't have teams that got a big besides Embiid and Joker, really, that you got to bang with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think Tristan Thompson, like you said, is more mobile. You know what I mean? He'll definitely enjoy playing off of – he could run the floor. You know what I mean? He yes. can get you a quick – if it come down to it, he can get you a 10-10 to 10 game every night if he plays yeah. those particular minutes um, until yeah. Pat Williams come back. When Pat Williams come back, whew, that's going to be some well, scary ball. When it come down to it, Patrick got to learn the game, mm-hmm. but he's going to learn it as he go. And I think Tristan Thompson is going to take him under his wing and show him how to win. And that's going to be big for the Bulls this season. Yeah. It's going to be real big. I, I think as far as everything else, uh, I think James Harden is a sucker for what he did. That's uh, the second time he did that. That's the second time he a sucker for it. Like, I, I, I just – I feel like James Harden to the point now, he feel like he's supposed to be the number one option on every team he go to. And if he's not the number one option, he don't he don't want to be there. And I think what he did was a bad look, and it hurt Brooklyn in the long run. Yeah. Because offensively, if all three of them playing, nobody beats Brooklyn under no circumstances. At all. Y'all losing by 12 every night. But <laughs> – but him doing that, that opened the, the East up. And I honestly feel like with the boys getting Tristan Thompson, depending on how the seeding is when the playoffs start, the Bulls are going to be in the Eastern Conference against, Eastern Conference Finals against either Milwaukee or Brooklyn. Do you think Harden going to Philly, though, is, is going to hurt Embiid? Because Embiid is knowing to get all them touches he wants. It'll work for him in the pick and roll, but James Harden played too much one-on-one ball and do all that damn dribbling. That's you know gonna kill. I mean? That's gonna kill them. The and that trade, the 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 core of that trade came from Seth Curry. Philly gave up too much. If they would have kept Seth Curry, it would have been good. But they gave up too much, and now James Harden he has to score thirty to thirty five a night, and B has to score thirty to thirty five a night. They got to try to stop somebody, and then they got to everybody else got to pitch in at least four points, four uh four to six points a game. Everybody else. Like, Tobias Harris got to give you at least 16 to 20 uh, two points. Like, it's, it's stuff like that that really make you think. And then, you know, you still got to go against the defending champs of Milwaukee, and then you got to face the Brooklyn. And, but Miami is not a pushover. They young and still grimy. Mm-hmm. But I just think with James Harden leaving Brooklyn, it opened up the Eastern Conference to where everybody won't be just looking at Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Now they looking at Chicago with picking up Tristan Thompson because now they got what it is. Yeah. Let me get your early finals prediction. Who do you think gonna gonna be in the finals prediction? Golden State and Chicago. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So you think so you think the Warriors is gonna get back to that place they were a few years ago? Yeah, a healthy Golden State. You see their team, <laughs> and the way they, and the way they got Jordan Jordan Poole playing right now too. Listen, that man's confidence is sky high right now. It's not Jordan Poole that we got to look out for. No, no, I'm saying, but the way his game is elevating, everybody game around them has elevated tremendously. You, it has. 
but you got to learn how to guard somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Do you when you watch Golden State play the next time you watch them play? Watch Gary Payton Jr. Oh yeah, I forgot about Just it. Watch Gary Payton Jr. He be all, he create all type of shit. Like he be all over the court. I love watching him play, man. He like he really just be out there guarding whoever out there, causing deflections, getting rebounds, cutting to the basket, getting offensive rebounds. Like it's like the little things that Golden State needed. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, you know what Steph gonna get. You know what Clay gonna get. You know Draymond gonna give you four points, fourteen assists, and seven rebounds. You know he's gonna give you that. But you know Andrew Wiggins gonna give you eighteen. But what you gonna do on the other end? And and I look at it like that Golden State team, like the scouting report is everybody, not just two people. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to it, once they get Wiseman back and everybody get in the groove and they just play they they type of basketball, it's gonna be tough. And I think it's gonna be Phoenix and Golden State in the uh, Western Conference Finals. The Lakers are gonna get eliminated in the first round if they in that play. Oh, don't tell me that face. Don't say that. Oh, I want my boy Melo to get a ring so bad, bro. Hey, listen, he shouldn't have went over there with LeBron. I'm just saying that team that is too many. It's too many players. One basketball. That's mm -hmm. that's what's gonna hurt them. And I kid you not, they ain't gelling together. It seems like there's a lot of finger pointing. Anthony Davis hurt again. It seems like they can't. They all can't get on the same accord. And if they don't put their best foot forward in the next 15 games after All-Star break, then they're not going to be in the playoffs, bro. They went for names instead of chemistry. Exactly. I wouldn't have picked up Westbrook. Westbrook is a dude that he needs his own team where he can do what he want to do. And I think he's playing with Braun and AD, and he's trying to – you could tell he's not comfortable, bro. He's trying to do too much. You know what I mean? He's trying to be like, all right, well, if I take this shot, you know what I mean? Or if I don't pass it to Braun, he gonna, you know what I mean? It just don't look right, bro. It don't fit right. This dude was shooting, hitting the side of the damn rim, about to break the damn backboard. Like, he just looks so uncomfortable, bro. And I think yeah, he, he definitely look uncomfortable. And I, I just don't like the way they plan, but I say they gonna make a run for it, but they run gonna be a little too late. Yeah. And with AD out for a while, bro, I... That was a bad injury until... I want to speak on everybody that was clapping when AD got hurt. And y'all some selfish, ignorant asshole. Like, I don't give a damn where LeBron play at. I hope he don't win, but I don't want nobody to get hurt, bro. Mm -hmm. I want people to be successful in what they do. I want people to just beat them the correct way and the right way. Don't wish hurt or harm or danger on nobody because they team up on the team, bro. AD, AD didn't try to hurt himself, man. That was just something that happened. Unfortunate. Look good. And mm -hmm. for y'all to just drag him and, and then talk crazy about him, like, y'all some ignorant, selfish assholes. Like, don't do that. I, I don't like that, man. I don't like yeah. that at all. And to AD get well, man. For real. Especially especially being from the crib, too, man. You know what I mean? And I see, to do well. From here. But even if he wasn't from here, I'm a basketball fan for anything. I don't like LeBron James as a basketball player at all. At all? At all. I haven't liked that man since he made the decision to go to Miami. I don't like him as a basketball player at all. I would never wish no hurt on him. No harm, no nothing. I just don't want him to win. So you don't like LeBron because you feel like the, the, the choice he made wasn't, you know what I mean, good for, for ball? I just figure that 
the tide of the NBA was turning and they was making him the face and then mm. they were, they was babyfying him. Mm. It was babyfying him. As a basketball player, I really don't like what he did as a Cleveland Cavalier to the Bulls. You know, I'm Chicago, everything. So what he did to the Bulls is one of the reasons why I don't like him as a basketball player. If I saw him off the court, I'd shake his hand and tell him, thank you for everything you do for our people. Mm-hmm. Right. What you do, speaking up, stepping up, giving kids avenues, you know, thank you for everything you're doing. But as a basketball player, I don't, I don't really like the basketball. I don't rock with you. <laughs> but as a man, a black man, from nothing to something, I support everything you do. Thanks. Right. 100%. 100 uh man bro my last two for you bro uh who would who would you like to see you know on my platform i can kind of tell their story a little bit you know what i mean that can help somebody else from chicago anywhere anywhere across the world that can kind of help listen to somebody's story to help elevate them to that next level Kiefer sykes or alfonso mckinney mm. them dudes man them dudes had a real battle to get to where they at no real battle. I mean, to to the point where it it looked good for Kiefer and didn't look good for Al. Mm -hmm. Then it didn't look good for Kiefer or Al. Like it looked good for Kiefer, didn't look good for Al. Then it looked good for Al, didn't look good for Kiefer. Then it's they both right here where they wanted to be and where they needed to be. Yeah. And I, I just wish you could get them. Kiefer probably won't come on because Kiefer really don't like to really tell his story. He said that I tried to get him on my life. He said he really not with all that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I can respect that. But Al will sit here and tell you. And me and Al had talks. I think this was in 2017, 2018, when he was playing for the Toronto Raptors G League team. And I told him, I said, we both going to make it in the same year. And he got picked up by Golden State, and yeah. I signed a contract to a, a, a big TV company. And we shared that. And I told him, I said, man, you, 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 you got a story to tell. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. And then it, it came full speed when he played for Golden State the year that they uh, lost in the finals because KD got hurt. KD and Clay got hurt. Yeah. Had he won that ring, he would have really had a, a, a real big story to tell. Yeah. But then it got a little rocky. He went from team to team, and then he wasn't in the league, and then he got back in the league, and now he was at home with the Bulls, and then Kiefer was doing this and that, and then from this country to that country, from the G League to over here, then hitting that million-dollar shot, then going to do what he doing, and now he in the league. Them, type, them two dudes got a real story to tell, a real story to tell. And it's just people that feel like they have to go to Duke and – North Carolina and and all these big name schools to be seen. Like you don't have to do that. Like you can you can make it from anywhere. But and it goes back to what I was saying that when you think no one's looking, somebody's always watching. Facts, one thousand percent. And like I said, I think I watched the uh, Kiefer his documentary before on Amazon. I watched it too. Man, I had goosebumps watching that, bro. That man, like you said, that man came from. The bottom of the bottom, and worked his way all the way to the top. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now he's playing for the Indiana Pacers, for y'all who don't know. You yep. know, and Zoe playing for the Bulls at home. So, mm -hmm. man. Uh, man, big bro, you want to let the people know anything you got coming up, you got going on? Um, 
you know, your lives, anything like that you wanna let the people know? Uh I got a I got a, a live called Basketball Talk Live. It's on my Facebook page. My name DeAndre Barnes. I do it Monday through Friday from two thirty PM. They're supposed to go to three thirty PM, but a lot of people be asking me to stretch before four thirty because it'd it be real basketball talk. Um, I have those lives that I had uh, a lot of NBA players and overseas players to get on my live. Vance Cooks, he, he on here now. He got to get on the live tomorrow because I couldn't get him on today. Um, we talk basketball, whether it's playground, NBA, overseas. Um, we, 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 we talk big on it, and, and we're trying to make Chicago basketball better. So I got that podcast. Well, I call it a show. People say I should call it a podcast. But it's called Basketball Talk Live. It'll be on my Facebook page. Uh, you can go on there. All my platforms are, are, are me. Um, I got a I'm, – I'm officially still the host of the Dreamville Shot League that will be back this summer. Um, uh, I, got, I got a couple more things I can't talk about. I'm in the middle. Okay. I can say this. I'm in the middle of writing a movie. Mm. I'm 75% done. And um, it's like uh, I, have to, I have to meet with people that, uh, to do writing part and getting everything together. I'm in the middle of it. I'm trying to finish it all out so I can pitch it to these major uh, companies. Um, I'm still doing comedy. I'm still writing comedy. I'm not going to say where my comedy is, but I'm going to tell you now. It's been on NBC, it's been on TBS, and it's been on ABC for the last four years. I, I stepped away from the, the big stage to write it. And I get I get more looks writing than I do with the microphone in my hand. But other than that, I'm, I'm still hosting. Um, if, you, if you guys get a chance, come out to the Chicago United Pro-Am. That'll be posted soon. You know, the Dreamville Shot League, that'll be posted soon. And in um, any other events, some of them just come. Some mm -hmm. people call, some some people don't, but it's it's a lot of stuff coming up. But it, that movie and, and that TV show is what I'm really working hard on. Man, man, congrats on all that, bro. You definitely deserve it. You know what I mean? Hard working, bro. You deserve everything coming to you good, man, for real. You know what I mean? I mean that knowing you, you know, years and years ago when I was a little younger. So, shout out to you on that, bro. Man, I appreciate you for, you know, taking time out, your, out tonight. Come on here with me for a little bit. You know, it's all love for okay. me to you. You know, so keep going, big bro. I'm watching. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, I'm locked in with you. I'm supporting you all the way. All right. I'm supporting you all the way. I want to tell you, like, this platform ain't easy. What you got to understand is why you on this platform. I'm going I'm to I'm talk to you from a big brother standpoint. I'm not going to cut no corners with you. I'm going to tell you the truth. There's going to be a lot of people that do what you do. But can't nobody be Darius. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people going to copy your style. A lot of people going to steal from you. Can't nobody be you. As long as you're authentic, you will always be, always be around. There's going to be some people that steal your shit. There's going to be some people that want from you. If this is going to be the craft that you going in and the lane you going in, you really have to put your all into it. Never let nobody get in the way. And anybody that do what you do that's before you, ask them questions. Be like, man, listen, I do what you do. I'm 
I got this and that going on. I want to know how do you get, how you prepare yourself for this? How do you do this? I ask some people questions. And then when they talk to you, just pull out a notepad. I'm like, bro, I'm just taking out what you're saying or, or pull out your phone and be like, I'm just taking out what you're saying because I want to be on the platform where you at, man, because I watch you and this and that and, and take in what they say and keep going. Never get closed-minded, never have tunnel vision, and always remain humble. Coming from a person that I never remain humble, I just felt like whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. Sometimes you got to humble yourself, and you got to understand that it's bigger than you. So what right. you do platform, like, keep keep going. And I kid you not, somebody going to see it, and when you get a chance to put it on, put it on, never forget where you came from, and always be genuine. Facts. Man, appreciate that, big bro, man. I mean a lot, you know what I mean? Because I kind of, lately, I've been kind of kind of rocky with everything, you know what I mean? So that was confirmation that I need to keep going and keep pushing yeah, forward, man. Be consistent. Every day I don't be wanting to get on live. I don't be want. I be wanting to do other stuff, but I, it's it's the consistency that is gonna happen, and and this is gonna go on. So once you be consistent, you do what you gotta do. The rest is history, bro. Just don't give up on what you're doing. Just look at it, man. It's gonna be some days that you got a hard day, but it's gonna be some people who had a worse day than what you got going on. Right. Just be thankful and be blessed that that you can do what you're doing and just keep going, bro. Right. Keep going. Hear the negative shit. Hear it. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then go and do that. Go and do it. Make yourself better. And let right. me know that you have Man, y'all listening. That ain't just for me. You know what I mean? Y'all can take that advice too. Run with it. Right. You know what I mean? And, man, I appreciate you again, big bro. Uh -huh. Salute to you. You know, I mean, I'll be tapped in tomorrow on the live. I'll chop it up with you on there for a little bit. Okay. But keep going, big bro, man. Stay safe. You know, you and the fam, man. I wish y'all the best, man. I'll talk to you. All right. Peace out, bro. All right, brody. Man, there y'all have it. That was uh, episode 92 with my big bro, DeAndre Barnes. Um. Just want to thank everybody that tuned in tonight, that's watching it live, that's going to watch it on the replay. Um, you know, anything that kind of, you know, hit your spirit or that you loved about the interview, you know, leave a comment below. You know, I'll read the comments and everything. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I will put the link in the um, in the description at the bottom. Um, so make sure y'all do that. You know, um, thank y'all again. You know, I'm going to keep coming with the, with the interviews for y'all. And uh, I thank y'all for everything. All right, y'all. Good night.